Welcome to This is what we've been talking about Back in the house Back at it Back in the saddle I know y'all missed us Where you been? <laughs> Haven't heard from you Nobody missed a beat Come on man You yeah. guys missed us Come on both of you <laughs> It's good to be back though man uh, You know I'm here with Alan And we're just hanging out it's been too long. We've we've hung out in person a couple times since, the, or at least once since the the last podcast. But it's good to be you know on this weekend here. If if we can't be hanging out in person, to at least be hanging out on this podcast. Exactly because man, we got so much to talk about whether we're in person or not. There's so much going on. Yeah. And all of it is what we've been talking about. You know, we live in a clown world. <laughs> Clowns everywhere. <laughs> I think everybody's taking crazy pills and I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we doing wrong, man? Well, I know one thing. I got my sight. <laughs> <laughs> so before we went live, I was I was talking to Alan about this, this, uh, this, um, I don't even know what to call it. I saw it on Instagram. So is it a, is it an article? Is it a, it was basically a video of this woman who was on, it, it appeared to be some sort of a talk show. Um, and again, I don't know the details. I don't know what talk show. I don't know. I don't know the details because you know, it's on Instagram. You're scrolling through stuff and you're just kind of, you're looking at stuff. You're reading what the caption says and you're watching the videos. Well, long story short, this, this video was this woman who said she was transabled, not transgendered, you know, transabled. So, so I, kinda, wait, wait, wait. So yeah. are you saying that it was a biological female? It was. Okay. I mean, but, but, well, I don't know for sure, obviously, okay. but yeah. from, from, from her appearance on the video, it looked like a woman. Okay. Right. They like didn't an, show her like an overweight. <laughs> Yeah, did not see any genitalia, and, but but she, it was an overweight, unattractive female from my observation. And, and if I could, I mean, that's about as judgmental as I can be. But but those are facts. She was fat and she was ugly. All right, I mean, those are facts. So, anyways, oh god, transabled, and so it kind of sparked my you know my interest. And and actually, I've heard that term previously. Not a lot, but I have heard it before. So I kind of had a general idea what that meant. But anyways, long story short, um, <laughs> apparently what it means is you identify as a disabled person. So let's just start with that. I won't tell any more of the story, but transabled is like identifying as a disabled person. So it's like you and me, Alan, we're yeah. healthy. We have right. no disabilities. Right. You know, and we identify as someone with a disability, whatever that may be. I mean, think of all the different possible disabilities, right? Going back to that documentary that Walsh did that Ooh. we talked about a, a, a while ago. Yeah. He, he kind of brought that up a little bit. Hey, I know there's a subset of uh, people who identify as handicapped in one form or the other and asked that one surgeon, hey, what would you think if somebody came to you and said, I need you to surgically remove my arm because I identify as somebody who only has one arm, you know? Right. And that doctor responded, you know, I would say that that person is cuckoo. 
Meanwhile, she's she, she's lopping off dick and balls off of sixteen year olds. Yeah, yeah. At the Cat, same time, you know, sexually mutilating teenagers, castrating exactly. teenagers. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes, in some of these cases, it's without parental consent. It's kids that are under eighteen, and they do all all sorts of things to make that happen without parental consent. It's insane. That is insane. That's absolutely. But you know, it's crazy. funny you bring that up, though, Alan, because I I actually only vaguely remember that part of the documentary, but you know, it was Walsh such a, a sharp guy. Yeah. It was such a good point that it really stuck with me. You know, sure. just, it yeah. was just moment out of that whole almost two hours. Yeah. But, um, he this makes whole, some really good arguments about oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, to be honest, man, here's the truth. I'm going to spit some truth real quick. Uh-oh. It's not hard to make good arguments against this nonsense. Right. No, it's right. Not. Because this is absolutely made up nonsense. So it's not hard to, to, to make a good argument against it because all you have to do is speak truth, science and reality. You know, all these people want to like, you know, say science, science, science in your face about COVID and all that crap, even though they were wrong about most of it. Let's talk about the real science. Like, you know your chromosomal DNA when you're born is either XX or XY. And then they'll come in and say, well, there's these exceptions like Kleinfelter syndrome and all these different things. Right. What, how, how, how common are those? Like, yeah. And are, is the trans community all Kleinfelters? No, exactly. None of them are. Then shut your trap about Kleinfelters. Cause you don't even, you read it on a Google search. Yeah. And, and it's so rare. It's like 0.001%. It's, I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Don't quote me on those facts. But It's just ridiculous. It's, it's a ridiculous it's a, argument. They're grabbing at straws. Yeah. Is yeah. what's going on. So anyways, yeah. you know, yeah. um, getting back to kind of like transabled. Let's talk about that for a second, right? Like, so you identify as a disabled person. What's your disability, well, Alan? What would you choose if you could if you could identify with a disability? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just say this real quick: that it's my position on all of this that all of the trans community is transabled because <laughs> they all have a disability. <laughs> yeah, a mental disability. A mental disability. Well, but here's the other piece that people. Let me just get this in real quick, and then I want to hear your thoughts. Um. The reality is gender dysphoria is still technically a psychiatric illness listed in the DSM, which is, yeah. you know, the, the right. Bible of psychiatric medicine, right? right? So it is still listed. Now, now, the interesting thing is the progressive forces have been at work to kind of remove things because if you go back, we're at the DSM um, 5TR now, I believe, is the most updated one. And TR back, meaning trans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Um, no, they, it's kind of like they do like a one, two, three, four, five, but in between some of those, they'll do a TR. So they'll do like a four and then they'll do a four TR, which right. is like an updated version of the four, but not, they didn't want to completely come out with a new manual. But anyways, yeah. Um, if you go back to DSM three, homosexuality was a psychiatric illness. I think we've talked about that before. So like the progressive for and whatever, like I'm not here to debate that right now because that's just not where we're, what we're talking about. But you know, if you go back, that was a mental illness and then that got, 
taken away by progressive forces, right? So how long until gender dysphoria has become so normalized by culture that they take it away from, a, you know, they, they eradicate it as a medical, men, men, mental illness. Yeah, but right. normalization of something that's crazy doesn't mean that it's not crazy, right? It, it, it doesn't to you and I and, and normal thinkers. Which makes me question the DSM because... Um, oh, absolutely. That, because that is... It, it's now not a scientific document of, of psychiatric uh, illnesses. It is no. a political piece of uh, literature. Literature, right? exactly. It's fiction. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong, and it's only going to get worse. I'm going to throw that out there. It's only going to get worse because those same progressive forces want people to be diagnosed and with illnesses to explain their bad choices and behaviors, right? So you yeah. make bad choices and you have bad behaviors. Oh, you've got a mental illness. Yeah. Like all this addiction stuff. You know, like right. they want everyone to feel bad for people that are addicts. I don't feel bad for someone who's an addict, right? No, I like, don't either. You made the choices to snort it, to inject it, to swallow it, to whatever, right? Right. Like, and I know that it can happen to any of us, and we've all had people that it's happened to that we love, we of care course. and love about. But the yeah. reality is we all make choices. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, in, in that particular case, it's it's maybe a little different because there is a there is a component of – actual chemical dependency that's mm -hmm. real right True. but but you have to tap into see they're going about it all wrong you have to tap into the mental capacity of the individual and not treat it like you're a victim right, right? and so they're they're taking that angle on that particular exactly. uh, issue right and it's the same thing you can extrapolate that to anything Right. to homosexuality, to trans, to any, a lot of different things, yeah. some of which are legitimate, but these are particularly not. Yeah. And, and I think to, it's politically driven. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I, which makes it, it questions the legitimacy of it all. And the authenticity of it. Yeah, I exactly. don't even know why they would do that and, and risk that it makes I no know. sense. I know. Going back to the addict thing real quick. Yeah. There's kind of two things with addicts though. Right. So some people are addicts just because they experiment with drugs and then get hooked, right? Yeah. Those people I don't feel sorry for as much, okay? Right. But then there's the addicts that have some mental illness, like even something as simple as some depression and anxiety, and they're trying to find a way to, to medicate that, to yeah. self-medicate basically. Right. So right. you're, su you're super depressed. You're super anxious. So you say, you know, someone offers you some marijuana, which is kind of the, the beginning. And then it kind of goes from there, you know? So, you know, at the same time, they made those choices to still do those things. And I think that they made wrong choices and I don't think that that's a mental illness, but they still could have a mental illness that kind of propelled them towards substance yeah. abuse right it's the so, underlying issue they, yeah. they, you're not getting to the underlying issue the reason right. why you went to those things yes. in the first place so i wanted to you're throw that out there yeah, yeah i wanted to throw that out there because i don't want people to think like you know that you and i are completely insensitive to these people no there's a lot of hurting people that do kind of they're kind of lost and they look towards drugs because it takes their pain away and i get that i get but it dude, 
But dude, like if you're if you're looking to if you're sick, if you have strep throat, you go to the doctor and he gives you antibiotics, right? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna come to you and go, oh, poor guy, you know, you probably got a sore throat because, you know, something else, you know, we should just accept that you have a sore throat. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're just a guy with a sore throat and that's what it is. It's yeah. the, the mental, I, I know you work in this field and you're one yeah. of the rare ones that actually work on it the right way, but yeah, which is in, so rare by in the way. general, yeah. we're, we're talking about a, a field that is so far gone enabling it's it's, enabling it is it's enabling and like there's i'll rub your back while you continue to to fail i'll rub your back while you continue to fail right exactly it's insane i mean the disservice first of all the the services are so lacking and second of all when you do when you are able to see somebody yep Yep. they ain't giving you the right stuff no they're basically like rubbing your back and trying to support you and encourage you and it's like no someone needs to step in and say cut the shit out stop smoking the bowl stop swallowing the pills right you know what you want to know why i'm saying those hard things because i love you and i'm gonna help you I want the best for you. And the best for you is not for me to put my arm around you and say, it's okay that that this is, you're so injured. That's why you're doing it and give you, give, enable you and give you excuses for your behavior. What a bunch of crap. Right. Exactly, man. And, and that, that's the point. And, and that's what it's come to in this country is to enable, uh, and to continue the same behaviors Yeah, and hope that it gets better. Yeah. Like what, what, where's the science in that? So well, that, it, that yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, and at what point do you look at this person and say, you know what? You've made some bad decisions. You've got yourself addicted. At what point are you just going to say, this is, this is my fault now. I don't care how bad my past was. I don't care if I was abused. I don't care if I was neglected at some point when you become an adult, you have to make the decision that, I'm going to turn away from this regardless of how bad my past was. But that's what the psychiatry field should be focusing on. They don't. Exactly. And that's the problem. I know yeah. you do yeah. personally, but I mean, there's, that's few and far between, man. And that's, let that's me tell you this right now. Situation, you, man. You know, I live in, you know, rural New York yep. and where I live, there's about eight different psychiatric clinics. Okay. Yep. And I'm in one of them. Yep. I'm not exaggerating. I'm I'm the only one out of the eight clinics that thinks with the philosophies that I think with. Everybody yeah. else is just absolutely enabling. Yeah. And, and this is rural New York, which is pretty conservative, like politically speaking, you know, like strong family values, hardworking, you know, believe in you know, America's principles and those things. And I'm one of one, the only one that I know of. There could be some in some of these clinics that I just haven't really crossed paths with, but pretty dude, much everybody just does whatever the patient wants. Dude, where is the evidence-based medicine in this, in these things, right? Like Gone. You're, you're practicing evidence-based medicine. You Gone. know that you well, get, but the-, but the scary thing, Alan is it won't be long until they, they, they uh, manipulate the evidence of course to make it seem like what i'm doing is wrong and what they're doing is right that's gonna happen mark my words 
Dude, we already saw it in regular medicine. Let me just bring up one quick thing. Yeah. Let's just see we what got you all, think We got all day, dude. Bring it we up. We got all day. <laughs> so, check, so check this out. Back uh, a few years ago when the flu was big and people trying to get ahead of it, flu shots and all that. I'm not even talking about the flu shot now. I'm talking about Tammy flu. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you could, uh, this is my, I, I, I have questions about it. Okay. Okay. But. He, here's how it's touted. Take yeah. this medication yep. and it will decrease your symptoms by 12 to 24 hours or whatever, 12 to 18 hours. Okay. So basically a day. So how wait a minute. Does it, does it knock your symptoms? Okay. So let's say you're going to have <laughs> symptoms for five days. Yeah. Does it make it just four days of symptoms or yeah, is that it not? Is that it, what it, that means? In a nutshell. Yeah. That's okay. what it means. All right. All right. In so my all question right, is, my yeah. question is, how the hell do you know that? Right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Take this medicine, uh, you know, whatever. I, I just, I, I don't well, get Because it. even if you compare it to placebo, like, okay, well, the people in the Tamiflu, uh, you know, arm of the study, you know, had 24 hours less of symptoms. Well, there's a lot of variability in how people respond to infection and, and, and you know, how how quickly they're going to recover from an infection and you're not going to know it's so individualized i think i don't know now i got to the point where this was uh standardized so much so yeah. that if you did not give tamiflu yep then that's kind of medical malpractice which is insane because you have to give tamiflu within like 24 to 48 hours of symptoms, right? Right. Which most of these people don't come in until like right on the edge or even after that, right? Exactly. So, so what's the medical practitioner to do? Right. Well, they're so pharmaceutical driven, right? there. Exactly. So it's the same thing that happens in the psychiatric field. I'm sure it is. It is. It's, but I'll tell you this right now, man. I mean, Alan, what I'll say is this, it's, as it's worse than any other arm of medicine in psychiatry. Oh, yeah. oh. Because they've always been enabling bleeding heart people that go into psychiatry. Right. Believe it or not, that's not why I went into that field. Like just a bunch of different reasons went into that. I, would, I did want to help people. I felt like that was a field I could help people. It also fit my family life pretty well. Right. Those kinds of things. But I didn't go in because I thought, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for these people. I mean, I want to help anybody. I don't care if you're mentally ill, physically ill, ill, just whatever. You know, That's why we got fin- the medicine in the first place. Yeah, you could be financially ill for all I know. I'd love to try to help you if there's a way I can help you. <laughs> I just want to help people. I like people, yeah. you know. And so anyways, uh, yeah, the psychiatric, you know, uh, arm of medicine is just it's absolutely gone. It's gone and it's only getting worse. So let's get back to the trans-abled yeah. person, fat, ugly chick. <laughs> fat, ugly, blind chick. I mean, it was I've bad enough that. that she was fat and ugly. Now she's blind. Well, she did that. So or she Wait, did I not tell look- you? Wait, I haven't told that part of the story, right? Well, she, she only did this, by the way, so she wouldn't have to look at herself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong, but so uh, hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe I should tell the rest of the story. Yeah, go ahead. So (laughs) essentially, she puts some sort of chemicals in her eyes 
Mm. You know, and I don't, I don't, again, I don't know the details. This was an Instagram post. So I don't know if she splashed stuff in her eyes, if it was more than one occasion to actually make it happen, but whatever she did, she put some sort of substance in her eyes that caused her to go blind permanently because she was transabled. She felt she identified as a blind woman. <laughs> can you, can you make this stuff up? Can you make this up? I bet her boyfriend wished that he did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then he would have stayed. And that he maybe. couldn't smell her, too. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to take his olfactory uh, system out, dude. Yeah. Just snip uh, it. I mean, eyes, you can put like a, you know, a bag over your head or her head or something. Blindfold. Like, you could wear yeah, a blindfold. blindfold. You don't have to smell. blind yourself. Oh, so she put this stuff in her. <laughs> she put this stuff in her eye, whatever it was, and it made her blind permanently. Yeah, that's 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 the the gist I got from it. That's the impression so, I got. So what, what's the? So now she's disabled. So she gets help from the government. Well, I don't know. It didn't go that far. But I'm just you know I'm kind of taking this you know this information the next step because okay. You think you, 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 first of all, just quick question, Alan, how do you identify as a blind person? Like, can we think through that for a second? I I can't. All right. I'll try, but I mean, it's, it's difficult. Like, all right. You asked me before, like, what, what do I identify as? Like, what's my disability? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, if you had one, if I have one, like I identify as Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice, but I ain't Sonny (laughs) Crockett. Yeah, but here's the difference, man. You're identifying as something like better than yourself, right? right? <laughs> yeah, in my eyes, that, yeah. In your eyes, like I mean, and you're a great guy, dude. Like I love you, but like you know, you're not Sonny Crockett, right? Like so, like like these no. people are identifying as people that are like, you know, the bottom of the barrel people. I mean, just think about and that's that. That's nothing against blind people. I mean, I'm no, sorry. No, like, no, but but go ahead. Yes, but think, think about, it. about it psychiatrically. This person thinks so little of their self, themselves, or yes. whatever. Keep going. That they feel like harming themselves yep. in some way, so yep. that a they uh, have a reason to feel bad, yep. and number two that they want somebody's attention. Yep. To say, poor you. Yep. There's that, you know, that's my thought, but what else you're, you're completely unraveling the truth here, which is that these people are mentally ill. They're mentally ill. Even the transgendered people like, listen, folks, this is not a situation. Like we don't hate people for having these struggles. I don't hate their struggle. I don't. No, I don't. I want to help these people. That's like, not we, what we're talking about here. No. We're talking about helping somebody get through not hating yourself. Yes. Or whatever like, the reason is. Like, what's the core problem here? What's the root problem here with these people, whether it's transgender or transabled? What's the problem here? They hate themselves. They have a bad self-image. Why? Exactly. And that's what psychiatry should be delving into. Instead so, of saying, you know what, why don't you just go ahead and put chemicals in your eye? Yeah. You know, yeah, so say, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I, it, it, it's, it's, we talked about that part, but I mean, this, this person doesn't like themselves. So what do you do in those cases? People, <coughs> some people do drugs. Some people yeah. drink. It's an escape 
mechanism. I want to get outside yeah. of, I want to be something else, somebody else. Yeah. I actually had a patient, um, the other day, 16 year old female, sweet girl. She was there. With, she was in, in my office with her mother and okay. yep. you know, she, she was struggling with some depression, real depression. She wasn't just like somebody she, you know, she had, she came from a good family, a yep. mom and a dad, good family, still together, you know, supportive, loving, and she just still struggled with depression. And, you know, so I was kind of asking her about it a little bit and, you know, come to find out, I kind of got off on this tangent about, you know, her, her mom said she like, we try to get her to go to the beach with us. Cause we'd like to go to the beach. Right. And she, she just won't come. Hmm. So I looked at this 16 year old girl and I said, why? Yeah. Why, why won't you go with your family? And she paused for a second. She didn't want to answer it. And I could see the pain in her face and her eyes. Hmm. And I said, why don't you want to go with your family? And she, she tried to change the subject. She tried to get out of not answering it. And okay. I, and I wasn't going to let her yeah. because I wanted to know like, yeah. what is going on here? What's at the root of all this? Well, it comes, it, it she finally, like once I basically challenged her the second time, she, she was a sweet girl. She like didn't take offense to that. And she just finally was like, all right, this guy's not going to like, let me off the hook here. I got to answer this. Yeah. She finally said that she didn't like her body. And that's so common. That's so, so common. common. And so I we got into all these different conversations yeah. about, first of all, the, the sad thing is this man, she's a 16 year old girl. She was not unattractive. She was right. not overweight. She yeah. was not like this transabled person. Like right. she, I mean, she wasn't super skinny and beautiful, but she was not ugly and she was not overweight and she right. hated her body. And so we talked about it a little bit and we talked, I talked a little bit about social media and how the negative effect of how all you see is these perfect people that are like, you know, you know, on social media that they're not even really perfect. And there's all these filters and all this kind of stuff that makes you think that they're perfect. And then you look at yourself and you don't look like that. And so we, we went through all of that, but long story short is people hate themselves, you know, and there's a myriad of reasons or a multitude of reasons. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I also, I think that there's, there's a, a part yeah. of that is, um, well, I, I guess you have to get to the point of why do they hate themselves, right? So yeah. you're right. There's there's too many reasons to list here, and there's a lot. And, uh, and but listen, man, like I didn't necessarily hate myself, but I wanted to be popular. Mm. And when I watched Miami Vice, man, Sonny Crockett was cool as shit. Yeah, and he was awesome, and he was yeah. getting the ladies, and he's driving a Ferrari, yep. and he's yep. open. I mean, yep. that's cool, man. Yep. I mean, but. At but that was point. like the 1970s, 80s, 90s version of social media. Yeah. Right? That's Sonny right. Crockett on Miami Vice, right? Yeah, it's, that it's was, movies. It's TV. And now it's yeah. movies, TV, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that. TikTok, you know, reels, whatever. Yeah, exactly. All of it. All of it. Yeah. And it's and it's so much harder. I feel like it's it's so such a, bar, a bombardment to a lot of kids. But here's the other difference, Alan. Too. Yeah, Go ahead. especially adults, the 30, 40 year old, like 
you know, age group is like one of the ones that has the biggest problem with all this social media. But anyways, here's the difference, man. When you saw Sonny Crockett, man, you thought you didn't feel worse about yourself. No, no, no. I thought I want to be that guy. Yes. It was, I want to be him or something like him. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to like make my life similar to his. I might not be exactly him. I might not look like him. I might not be as tall as him as good looking or whatever. I might not have a Ferrari, but I'm going to try to get to him, right? Like it was a motivating thing for you. Dude, all of this boils down to, do you have confidence? Yeah. Because, because uh, any, any, I've seen many people that aren't that great looking. Yeah. Don't have a lot going for them except for, they got confidence. They don't yep. care what anybody says or anybody's well, whatever. Well, freaking Lizzo, that fat chick that's like a exactly. singer or rapper or something, right. and she thinks she's beautiful. She's a big friggin' Big Mac pancake. She's terrible. <laughs> she ain't beautiful. She's fat and obese and terrible. Exactly. But she's got confidence, so she doesn't care. So she's she yep. likes herself. I mean – from what I could see, right? Or at least she's, she makes people think she likes herself. Right? Well, that's the other point. Yeah. Point is that uh, that's what social media and movies and TV does is it it paints a picture and frames it a certain way, but right. you don't see them day in day out. Dude, yeah. I'll give you another example. Like uh, there's s- millions of examples. Brad Delp, the lead singer of Boston, angelic voice. He had he had everything going for him, right? What did yep. he do a few years ago? Killed himself. You know yep. why? Because he was depressed. He didn't yep. like himself. Even after all that, you can have all of the money, can you all imagine? of the fame, all of the talent that he can had. Can you imagine? No, I can't. What would you do to be that guy? Like, you're a musician to right. have made it to be the lead singer of Boston. I mean, come on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. It just, it, it just goes to show, like, you look at him in that perspective. A particular example and you're yeah. like man that guy's got it all yeah but you don't know yeah. his personal life no no and you don't know how he feels about himself right you know so anyways back to yeah. like like yeah. i was saying like you you used it to motivate you to be more like sonny crockett exactly but people today are using these people they see on online and, and on instagram and on facebook and on snapchat and on tiktok and they feel worse about themselves they look at the negative, like, I don't have that body. I don't have that money. I don't have that boat. I don't have that whatever. I don't go on that vacation. It's all negative. Yeah. But you, people like you and me look at it when we look at it and go, yeah, I, who cares? Or, yeah, I'm going to get there. Yeah. I'm going to have something or I'm proud of. Yeah. Or I'll give you a third option. Sometimes I look at it and it makes me feel, it does make me feel worse. Sometimes, not always. Like I said, you and I, the way we think our philosophies and the way like, you know, our brains work are usually to motivate us. But occasionally you'll get hit in a weak moment and you're like, maybe I'm not doing this all right. You know, and then that's when I'm like, ooh, I got to step away from this for a little while. This is not healthy. Yeah, that's exactly right. But, you know, somebody who's 16... They don't have the, the when you were 16, could you, do you walk away from, no, they like, you don't have the mental capacity. No, no. So, uh, you know, this person who blinded 
herself. The transabled person. Transabled, whatever the fuck that means. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but I made this point before we went on the air. This person who's transabled, uh, she trans? Like, where does the trans come into transable? But anyway, um, if you and I uh, cut off our arm or blinded ourselves or sliced our tongue off because we yeah. didn't want to talk anymore or whatever, we would be put in a mental institution. Yeah. Because that's crazy to do that. It's self-mutilation. So why is this person being, I don't know, celebrated? Celebrated, recognized, um, you know, basically, I don't know what the word is, but essentially, you know, they're focusing on her, bringing it to, you know, the masses. I don't know the answer why. I mean, I have my my thoughts. A lot of them are conspiracy, conspiracy theories, but... You know, the reality is where does the transness end, right? Like yeah. if, if I can just say I identify as a disabled person, a, an opposite gender, uh, a cat, an animal, a whatever, like where is the, where is the end of that? And that's why we have – people can talk all they want and like be angry about social constructs, but we have to have those things in a society to function effectively, yeah, you you're right. Where where is that line where you say that's crazy and this is not? There is no line anymore. And that's we've already crossed. We've already we've, crossed. We're, we're gone. We're we're miles past it. And so then then what do you do for your kids? You know how do you teach them what's right and wrong? And and you know you, it, it's not easy. Well, part of. Part of the thing about us growing up, we grew up in a different time, was that it was considered crazy to do certain things. A man wearing yeah. a dress. That's nuts, yeah. right? Yeah. Or it was funny because, you know, somebody dress, dressed up as yeah. a girl for Halloween or whatever. Yeah. I never did that. But, no. you know, but it's it's like a joke. Look how crazy I am, you know? Yeah. And then some people were doing it for real and they were like, this guy's nuts. Right. And it was yeah. generally accepted. So where, why the hell is it not accepted now that that person is crazy or because something we, or needs help? I'll because just say we that. took away all accountability. We, we took away accountability and we brought in enabling behavior. Like, I don't ever want to tell you you're wrong because that's painful. That that's listen to this term I'm going to use, which is I completely disagree with them a million friggin' percent, <laughs> but it's violent. No, for me to tell you that you're yeah. wrong and that right. you're crazy and that that's not right. <laughs> it, it's a philosophy, Alan. It's not. This didn't happen overnight. This was decades of basically. You know, you know, basically these progressive forces infiltrating all sorts of areas of culture to the point of where all of a sudden we can't say what's crazy is crazy, but we have to say it's, you know, you know, we have to enable it and we have to, you know, 
say if you do stand up against it, which people are trying to do, they're violent. They're inciting violence. You can take any trans person, okay? Now, I haven't, but I, I suspect that if you take any trans person, just pick them out of a lineup randomly and set them down, you'll get and questioning them and figuring out why they're doing what they're doing, you will get to the core issue at hand. The father left. The mother hit them. Yeah. Somebody fondled there's, them. Oh, absolutely. Like there's something going on it, it, yes. that makes that person. Yes. And you can, you can connect the dots. Yes. But nobody wants to freaking do that anymore. Nope. Nope. That has you know why? It. Because it's hard to do that. It takes time and patience. It takes time. It takes effort. And then, you know, here's the other part. Someone has to take accountability. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, either the parents, the abusers, or even the person. Where's the individual responsibility and accountability? Don't you think it's, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's a responsibility for the psychiatric community to find those reasons? Of course it is. And like, if they're coming to you and I know what you do, but if you're, uh, I just say you in general, if they're coming to you in the psychiatric form and they're saying like, Hey, I'm doing this and that, you know, you, you as a practitioner in psychiatry need to figure out why they're doing that yeah, and help them get through it. But that's not, that's not the approach though. I in know. Mo- in modern day 2023 psychiatry, the approach is let me give you a pill to make you not feel so bad about your situation rather than yes. say you, you feel bad about this situation because X, Y, and Z. You do this. You do that. You do that. I'm how many sorry. Trans, how many yeah. trans people are on medication, psychiatric medication? A lot. I would say. So let me give you an example. A lot. My, yes. my, my practice that I work in professionally, I treat over 800 people. Okay. 800 people, psychiatric patients. I think I have 20 trans people. Okay. Do so you think about like, you know, the normal population of, of individuals in our country, in the United States, like that's a high percentage and that's, oh, that's only trans. That's not, you know, L- other LGBTQ people, right? Like, let me, old, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, let me say this, that the society has gotten to this point that even if your psychiatric professional um, broaches the subject mm-hmm. of why are you doing this? Let me help you. You're going to get sued. Yeah. Or you're going to get called out. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's where it's at. So now it's gotten to the point where it's damn near impossible to do that now. Yeah. And to be honest with you, like I don't challenge their gender dysphoria. You know, I try I to, think- I, I try to treat the underlying cause. Right. But the reality is I don't say, you know, that I think it's insane. I don't think that biologically, you know, you're, you're, you're this, I don't, I don't challenge that. I just try to fix the underlying cause because if I was to stand up to, you know, if I was to stand up to the actual insanity, I would basically lose my job. 
And I'm not afraid to lose my job, but that's my point. That's my point. It's handcuffing you. Yeah. And everybody in the field. I'm not saying that you should do that, but I think you're doing it subtly without, without directly uh, accusing anybody about it. And I think that's in this day and age, that's the only way that you can do it. Probably. And you know what? Here's the thing, man. Like, I think maybe to kind of like bring this full circle here in this conversation, I think that we need to say out loud, at least this is my opinion. And if yours is different, you know, I, you're my best friend, man. I support your opinion. I'd love to hear it. My opinion is, listen, I, I still love these people. Like I get it that they have pain, man. There's a lot of pain and hurt and struggle and, trauma even though i hate using that word because it's overused but trauma and abuse and those things in these people's lives right i i'm not i'm not making fun of them but i'm also not going to engage in the in the theater of i think i'm this so i'm this right you know so i don't want it to come across as i hate these people i do not hate them i do not I love them as much as I love anybody else, and I want to help them. I would love to see them improved and, and, and healed and fixed and successful and happy. Dude, I think that I'm a great baseball player, but I'm not, okay? <laughs> Let's just, you and know you what I mean? What? I'm here to tell you you're not. <laughs> All we got to do is bring up the, the, the home video the, the the security footage of you trying no. to get over the fence a few years ago. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You gotta tell that story real quick, dude. That's violent. I think you're being violent. <laughs> Come on. In how many circles and and in how many cultures and in how many situations is that violence? Right? Like I shot down your. Your identity as a good baseball player, and you're dude, not. If I, if I really thought that I was a good baseball player, and you said, "Dude, you're not," like you're not, and I'm like, "No, I am," and you're like, "Dude, all right, well, whatever you well, think." Show yeah, me. Blah blah blah. And then, um, and then that's gonna hurt me because you're my best friend, and you told me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna sting a little bit. And then I'm gonna start thinking about it yep. because because that's going to mess with my mind a little bit because yep. I, cause I you value a, my opinion. Cause we're best friends. Yes. Right. So you're like, let me think about that for a little bit. Am I that's really right. not a good baseball player or whatever? And I might, I might even be mad at you for a minute. Right. Yeah. You might like not text me for a week. Cause you're just pissed and right. you're trying to figure it out and process it. Right. Eventually that little seed is going to come to a reality in my mind and go, you know what? I love playing baseball. I'm pretty yep. good. But I'm not great. Yeah. So it kind of like resets reality in your mind. That's right. But if you came to me and said, yeah, yeah, you know what? You are a really, really good, great baseball player. You weren't like, I'm just, I'm I'm kind of lying or kind of like feeding this. Like, yeah. And you're enabling. You're enabling. enabling. That's exactly what psychiatry is doing now. Yeah. And, And society. Society. That's exactly what's going on. Yep. So I want you to refer to me as Reggie <laughs> Reggie Jackson from now on. You ain't black though, dude. Or do you I identify as a black I man? identify as a really good black baseball player. I identify as a black man from the waist down. 
<laughs> My mom says that's not true. <laughs> oh my god, this has gone so far. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, like yep. the reality is, you know, we gotta be telling the truth. It's what you know. You, know, you can say it in a way that doesn't hurt another person. Yeah. And, you know, you can say, I think you're good, but I don't think you're great. Let me ask you this. The best athletes in all the sports that we that we follow, the best athletes, did they get better from success or better no. from failure? They got better because somebody said, you're not good enough. Yep. And they had a motivation in, inside them that said, I'm going to prove that I'm not good yep. enough. Uh, that I'm good enough, right? Yes. Well, yeah, you know, you can, you can tell somebody that this is a little different because, you know, you can tell somebody who's trans that they're not biologically female, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, well, that doesn't matter, but it does matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It matters a lot, Yeah, right? They have to hear the truth. Yeah. And whether they get mad or not, it doesn't matter. Whether they ever understand that. They need to hear it. They're never going to get better if they don't know what truth is. And that's that's really the core issue here is that truth in America, the word truth and what's actually true, they, they want you to think there is no absolute truth. That's false. There is absolute truth. There is. The absolute truth is the earth rotates around the sun. That it comes yep. up, the sun comes up, you know, basically there's so many absolute truths there. Yeah. I mean, scientifically, you know, mathematically so many different things, but we are trying to essentially water that down to the point where, uh, is it really true? Dude, there's is so it? many, like this is, I, I wholeheartedly blame conspiracy theories over the years, right? It started with JFK and the grassy knoll and it, and it went on from there to flat earth to nobody went to the moon to all the shit. Right. Yep. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, people think there is no reality. There is, everything's a conspiracy theory. Everything is, or everything's um, relative or like, you know, everything is. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, then go live under the rock, you freak. Right. Because that's the reality. Yeah, there's no gravity, so you should be fine under that rock. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. Well, listen, maybe next time we should talk about, you know, truth, man, and what's real truth, what's absolute truth, and also accountability and how we should be handling some of these situations with you know, um, difficult things because again, we are not here saying we hate these people. They're, you know, we, we want them to, you know, be it's unsuccessful. Not it's not the individual. We know are disliking. We're disliking the, the philosophy, rid- ridiculousness of the philosophy. And yes. Idle influence. We just like that, but we love the people. And I think we need to help these people. Yes, and it's maddening that nobody's doing that. Nobody is. Because everybody's afraid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm not afraid. No. Nope. Me either, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, man, this has been a great uh, 
great time talking hangout session. Oh yeah. And, man. uh, there's a lot going on out there, folks. Love people, but tell the truth. Love tell people, the, but tell the truth. Tell truth. the truth. Tell the truth. truth. Tell the truth every month. Have some strength. Oh, uh, yeah. All yeah, right. man. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. Hanging out, talking, recording. We'll do it again <laughs> soon. <laughs> All right, man. Next time. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Good week, everybody. All maybe, right. Maybe a good month. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye.